no, I agree. I like to me that is uh, like I, I think that's part of the problem. Like they need to spread the ball around more. We need to get it to other receivers. You it was need cool to see Robbie Anderson get one though. That was cool. I I enjoyed watching that though. Yeah, I'm glad. In what is it, five six games, he's got one catch. Well, he's, he has games. dropped. Yeah. Speaking of pe- people dropping balls, yeah, I mean he has dropped yeah. balls in prior games, and maybe that's why they have. Man, he. Him, but. When he caught that pass, though, he sure was flexing like, oh, oh yeah. monkey off my yeah, back, baby. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. I mean, he had one catch prior to this for negative four yards. So uh, his two catches have now totaled for 13 yards. So that dude is yeah. so like he's so skinny. Like he gone stick, man. Dude, he was a, there were a couple of years ago. He was a top receiver in the league. I mean, he was dominating through like seven, eight weeks. And now he's just he's never bounced back. And you say you said you say he gone. Oh yeah, he won't be here next year. <laughs> no, nah, he gone. I don't know, man. He's a little slinky little thing, you know. Dude, they're gonna turn gonna... over a lot of this roster in the offseason. AJ Green, he gone. Uh Robbie Anderson, he gone. I know, but I I think it's in how you use them, though. You get a Sean Payton in there who knows how to use the tools in the toolbox. And we'll see. You know, I think it all starts from the top. Yeah. Got... I think if Sean Payton comes in, he's gonna want to bring in some of his people. Yeah, there's certain guys you can't get rid of. You're not gonna be able to get rid of Hopkins. You're gonna get rid of Hollywood Brown. So it's one of those things where some of these depth guys are gonna be out of here. They're gonna have to bring in some new new weapons um, yeah. for whoever that is. James Conner had a pretty good day, all things considered, other than that interception uh, yeah. or that interception, that fumble he had early in the game. He had 25 attempts, 120 yards. It was his first game over 100 yards, I believe. I saw. Um, he averaged almost five yards carry, 4.8 yards. So uh, not a bad day from James Conner. I think he also had that reception touchdown, right? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. He did a little dump off to him and he scored. Yeah. And his fumble, oh. though, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, it did count against him as a fumble. But man, when you got big dudes in there just throwing punches at the back of your, you know, the back of your ribs and one, one of those punches got through and knocked the ball out. I mean, that's tough. That's so yeah. tough. Yeah, I don't want to bail him out too much because, you know, Benjamin wouldn't have fumbled. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But I did see that across the board when he fumbled was everyone yeah. saying, this is where, you know, Benjamin would come in handy. I don't think so. Connor didn't get a rushing touchdown. It was a uh, receiving touchdown. No, it was just the receiving one. Yeah. 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 They did ask Kyler about uh, also about the rumors about tension and he, he refuted it as well. So there's no tension. We're good. But okay. Ooh, the fact that like this keeps coming up does not bode well. So yeah, but again, like you like you said, you know, I mean, what? Who who's going to be honest about that? And who's going to say who's going to be the guy to oh, speak no. up and say, yeah, the locker room's crap. You know, there, there's so much tension. Nobody's going to speak up and say that. You know. Well, Michael Bidwell better know something. I'll be interested to see on Hard Knocks. Uh, that I would assume it's going to be this week. I think they take next week off for the for the bye week. There, mm-hmm. uh, there, there should be an episode this Wednesday, and then I think the following Wednesday because it's a bye, they'll they'll not have an episode. But what I am interested to see, there was that rumor that leaked, or not rumor. I mean, it came up in in a in the conversation that that Michael Bid will watch his film with uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Vance Joseph. Yeah. I'm interested to see does that make hard knocks? Do we get to see one of those film sessions? Because like at some point. Like, if this is the Cowboys, Jerry Jones would have already been on this show. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we haven't seen much of uh, Michael Bidwell, but yeah, like, a little bit. It was 
two episodes ago they they rode with him from what washington dc uh in the plane yeah on the plane yeah Yeah, the little flex of him flying a plane yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so that that was the episode that featured bidwell but i think that was i want to see like are they going to show him getting his hands into the operation side of things like yeah that could be interesting Hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I, you got to respect an owner that's kind of hands off. Just let the people you hired and put in place do their job. You know, I think Jerry Jones oversteps his uh, his boundaries a little much. You know, it's got to be frustrating Ooh. for McCarthy and <laughs> no that team. So you're saying the owner might be involved a little too much? Hey, well, in Dallas, I, I think Jerry Jones loves the spotlight. You know, Bidwell's more of a behind the scenes type of guy. Mm-hmm. I think you're on to something. Uh, well, Gunner, with that being said, we will not have, I don't think we're doing any episodes next week during the bye week. So, yeah, unless something we'll, crazy happens. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just... return probably to our normal schedule that following week uh, as we lead into Monday Night Football against the Patriots here at home. Hopefully, the Cardinals can keep their losing ways. Uh, as with our remaining, what is it, five games, we just need to, uh, Keep stacking L's. What do you think, Gunner? Yeah, I think mean, it's going to be for the better of the team. But I mean, you know, if we stack those L's, let's make sure that we get some new leadership so that they're able to choose the new, you know, players that come into the organization. Do you, you know, you don't want- I mean, we we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I'll ask you this to end the episode. Do you think we uh-huh. see change here going into the bye week? I, I mean, right uh, now, if you're going to fire during the season, this would make tomorrow. sense. Let's right? do it. Like, yeah. yeah. Let's uh dude. I, I hope tomorrow. I know uh, what you so, hope. My question so, is, do you think that it happens here? This uh week? now that you brought it up, man. We just passed a Black Friday. I think we need a Black Monday. You know, let's screw Cyber Monday. Let's go Black Monday. Let's hand Cliff Kingsbury his walking papers and say, uh, thanks for trying. We appreciate you trying. Uh, but uh good luck on your next venture, you know, and, and have um Sean Payton ready to roll. Well, and the only reason I like it is because if you do let him go, it now gives you the opportunity to start like making moves to try to figure out who your next head coach is going to be, right? Like yeah. at that point, it's well known that you need a head coach because you've now let your head coach go. So, yeah, um, and that new head and that replacement or that interim head coach has got two weeks, you know, uh, uh, to to get a plan together. And kind of well, get everybody just, on the same page. Exactly, and you just saw it yeah. with uh, ASU, right? With uh, Coach, what is it, Guayo? Uh, yeah, Chandler High. He filled in for ASU, and now today they just hired uh, a, a new head coach. So um, we've seen the interim thing already happen here in the Valley once. Maybe you'll see it now with the Cardinals. Uh, I mean, listen, I think everyone across the fan base is rooting for it. Um, it will be interesting though if if they do make a move this week. What does that look like? Is it Kime and Cliff? Is it only Cliff? Mm. Like what happens? I, yeah, it's really gonna test how cheap Michael Bidwell is. I like I want to know yeah. that. I want to see how now, much of a cleared house we do and how loyal he is. You know, yes. I mean, he's obviously a loyal dude. And you watch the episodes on uh, Hard Knocks. The two of them are up in the uh, the suite together, uh, bumping fists whenever something good goes on. You know, in that game. So it. it I, I miss this, but typically the Cardinals, uh, Michael Bidwell, Steve Kime, they walk down to the field when, when they think the game's over and the Cardinals are going to win. Uh, or if it's like close enough where they think it, they could win to kind of celebrate with the team. If they're losing, they don't come to the field. Like that just right. doesn't happen. So I did see a tweet that said uh, Steve Kime got a witness that that blown game today. 
Uh, oh, was he down there? Center. Yeah, he was down. I don't know if Michael Bidwell was, but I because uh, again, I left. I left with a few yeah. minutes to go. Uh, but I did read that Kime was definitely on the field. I'm uh, assuming yeah. usually when Kime goes down, so does Bidwell, yeah. and so does like Adrian Wilson, and you know Cardinals brass are all on that field. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, we'll- yeah, I think you get rid of both of them tomorrow and uh, and rebuild. You know, use the uh, the rest of this season um kind of bring everybody back together let them know what the plan is you know grab uh, those extra pieces that you're going to need in the off season and and in the draft and make a run at that super bowl next uh next season well i think you're in a perfect spot honestly to make the change and again we could talk about this more as we get into coming out of the bye but i think you're in a really good spot to make the change because you do have kyler under contract you've got some key personnel decisions that need to be made and and, and contracts that haven't been finished yet Mm -hmm. so ultimately like you're probably in a good spot that if you're going to make a move other than dealing with those contracts themselves, the the coach or, or GM or whoever's like, you're probably in a good position to make that move um, because you're, you're, you're going forward. You're not cemented too deep. Like JJ Watt, you can make a move on, you can make a move with Deandre Hopkins. Like there's, there's pieces you can move away if you wanted to, to create cap space and, and really let someone design the team how they want it to be. Um, so that's there though, dude. I mean, the pieces are there. I mean, look at the names and everything looks amazing. I mean, going yeah, into but, the but here, here's the reality and Gunner, what, what you're saying is, is almost you're contradicting why you don't make a move because the minute you bring in new coaches or new GMs or anything like that, you already know you're setting yourself back a year or two. So, because they all got to learn new playbook and new everything, right? Okay, so yeah. ultimately you've got to know that first year, the NFL, you can go from worst to first, like that happens, but more than likely you're, you're committing to what we call a rebuild at that point. You're committing to, uh, you know, a little, take a step back, take two steps forward. Right. right. So when you say the pieces are there to win now, I think it'd be very rare for someone to come in and all of a sudden shine up the turd that is the Arizona Cardinals and somehow all of a sudden be a Super Bowl contender uh, without necessarily like, just look at it like anywhere, right? Like, like Gunner, if I gave you the keys to a different radio station, I don't Mm -hmm. care how good that radio station is. You're going to come in and put your own spin on it. Right. Right. Like that's just what's going to, that's what anyone ever, I trust me. I've tried this in other jobs. I Mm -hmm. went and took a management job at one place. I said, I'm going to keep all the staff. And within eight months, guess what? I turned over all the staff. Like it just was an, it was inevitable because they didn't know how to follow my lead of what I wanted to accomplish my way. They were used to the old way, which didn't work. Right. And I was trying to change it. So you're going to have the same problem with whoever you bring in. Like you're going to have to turn over. You're going to have to bring new people in. You're going to have to make changes and bring in. That's why you see guys bring in like Bruce Arians. He, he was in love with AQ Shipley. The meatball he was, I mean, A.Q. Shipley wasn't that great, but for some reason always had a job. I'm trying to remember the other offensive lineman that he just absolutely loved. He was one of the worst O-linemen in the league. But for some reason, again, Bruce Arians loved him because they had a relationship. Like, that'll be the same thing with Sean Payton. Like, he comes in, it ain't going to be you're running out all these guys. You're going to make changes. So, ultimately, that's the decision you got to make. It's either you let Cliff run it back and run one more year at full health, who knows if they are at full health, they could get injuries in the off season, yeah. but you run it at full health or you make the move. There, there's gotta be something to the Sean Payton thing. Otherwise, you know, I mean, it's kind of been all over the place in various areas. And I mean, there's gotta be something to it, but let's say that there is, 
and they give him the option of waiting till the off season or coming in now at the bye week. What? No, uh, no, no, no. That won't happen. He, he, one, he's under contract with the Saints, so you got to make a trade for Sean Payton. Which so even though, even though he's him. Yeah, no, he's he's he retired while still under contract. So ultimately, okay. to get Sean Payton, you're gonna have to trade draft picks, maybe a player. Like you're gonna have to give compensation to the Saints to get him. Dude, so crazy. it's not gonna happen this uh, right now. It would be in the off season, uh, or or towards the end of the season. Maybe that's when they'd make a move or or whatever. But yeah, it um, says he's under contract through 2024. Yeah, so wow. so that, so to get Sean Payton, it's gonna cost you, and so. Uh, I mean, that they could. I could see them firing Cliff this week, and then just being on pause. Like that's the best case scenario. Like they just run with interims, and they just go. The rest Joseph, of the right? Would you put? Uh, would you appoint? Yeah, Vance maybe, Joseph maybe you give. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, maybe you give yeah. Vance Joseph the reins to finish out the season, and and we go from there. So okay. Well, we'll have plenty of time to talk about the fallout. We'll do an emergency episode. In the event yeah. Cliff does get fired. So otherwise, so this is the plan going forward. Okay. There will be no episodes over the next week after this one uh, until we return from the bye. And then at that point, you know, we'll, we'll business as usual. Unless Cliff gets fired, then we will have a special episode over yeah. the bye week. Uh, got to jump with a celebratory party, right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it'll be more of a celebration. Yes. But uh, <laughs> well, with that being said, we're going to wrap this fine post-game show uh, where you can celebrate at least something, a good post-game show. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. For Gunner Jackson, you can find him at the Gunner on Twitter and at Radio Gunner on Instagram. You can find me, Tyler. I'm with Bird Gang Travel on Twitter or Instagram at Bird Gang Travel. Make sure you download and subscribe every episode at kickoffinthevalley.com or cardinalspodcast.com, whatever you find easier to remember. And as always... Kick off in the valley.